Welcome to the Team Building Podcast, where you'll learn how to build a dominant real estate team in your market. Featuring masterminds with team leaders and mega agents, plus in-depth interviews with operations managers and marketing directors of some of the top teams in the country. You'll learn the latest methods to generate and convert leads, streamline your operations, recruit and train better agents, and raise your profit. And now, here's the latest Team Building Podcast. What's up, everybody? We're back with another episode of the Team Building Podcast, where you learn how to build a dominant real estate team in your market or any market. And we're talking with a gal with us today who's in the Dallas market, and we're talking about how to manage energy instead of time, why energy is actually the most critical element that we have to manage, especially as entrepreneurs. We'll also talk a little bit about how to build a lifestyle real estate business and run a husband-wife team. So we got a very interesting conversation, short and sweet for you today. So first of all, the man, the myth, the legend, Jeff Cohn, what's up today? Matt Johnson and Bettina, I'm super jacked about today. Like normal, I came off of a great workout this morning and I am ready to deliver and receive as much content as possible. Matt, real quick, mic check. Um, you sound a little distant. I don't know if it could possibly be coming through a different mic. So if you want to take a quick peek at that. And before introducing our amazing guests who we're excited to introduce to you guys today, we're going to talk about some things we've never talked about before. I would like to invite everyone to our next upcoming team building workshop. We have one on this coming Monday, October 22nd. I know that's probably short notice. So please join us on November 12th. Uh, the cost to come out to that workshop is $29.97. I'll give all of you a 50% off discount code. Use half off one slash two off NOV for November. And then we have launched our January first ever regional mastermind uh, workshop in Miami, Florida. We're going to be staying at a yacht club um, and hosting the event there. It's going to be a great event. And that's going to be on January 15th and 16th. Uh, we have an Eventbrite link that's going to be going up today or tomorrow. So stay tuned on our website. If you go to EliteRealEstateSystems.com, click on events. You'll see that event as well. If you want to get out of the cold and you live where I live or anywhere north of where I live, uh, I think Miami is going to be a great place to visit in January. So without further ado... Awesome. <laughs> Thank you. Well, Bettina, let's Hello. welcome you in officially. <laughs> Yay, All right, give thanks, us, uh, we're, we're super excited to have you. Give us an idea because we don't have time. I wish we did to get into all the specifics of kind of how your team has evolved over the years. So just catch us up a little bit. Just give us a snapshot of what the team looks like right now and where you guys are based out of. Right now, with uh, mostly me and my husband, we have amazing Kim, who's our coordinator, and we have Trudy, who also helps us on our little team. Okay. And we're in the suburbs, north of Dallas. Suburbs, north of Dallas. Uh, and uh, and we're talking a little bit about managing energy. So you have some some fun, interesting things that we want to get into. Uh, so we, I want to talk a little bit about just how your how your views on that have kind of evolved and how you how you run things. Because you mentioned uh, in the pre-show just how how much you've kind of you really focus on priorities versus managing time or trying to create this kind of mythical life balance. And there's there's a lot of folks that are kind of in your situation. You've got three kids, amazing family. You your your family is essentially your business partner, which is, you know, there's a lot of great folks out there like that. So I want to really get into that. Um, so tell me a little bit about just how you look at priorities. Well, you know, we can have a list and that list is a gazillion miles long. But if we just prioritize, what happened is we read a book called The One Thing, right? So we just prioritize what's the one thing that I can do today. That, and a lot of times, if I just focus on getting that one thing done, I have a whole lot of other things that I just don't have to do, or it makes a whole lot of other stuff easier. 
Mm-hmm. So if I just prioritize and put my energy towards that, it gives me a lot of time to give back to the people that I want to give back to. And that's going to be my family and my friends and our clients. Yeah. Bettina, I have the golden question to follow up to that point. Everybody okay. knows the one thing they need to do. Most people are self-actualized that are at our level. The challenge is actually executing and doing it and having someone hold us accountable to doing it. So share with our audience how you hold yourself accountable to actually executing on doing the one thing in every area of your life that you know is a priority. Okay, so I'm going to admit I'm not perfect at this. No, I'm not, I wouldn't even say I'm great at it, but I do put in that effort, right? Mm-hmm. So if I'm going to do one thing, it's just going to be that one thing. Um, accountability. I have a family that hold me accountable, right? In the fact that the consequences hurt. Mm. Does that make sense? <laughs> sure. And, but a lot of times the things that are most important are things that you can't hold, um, that you don't see the results of right away. So it's made having a vision board. I have our vision mm. board like propped right there. Can you rip right. it off the wall and show it to us? Um, yeah, hold on. <laughs> yes. Anyone <laughs> watching on video? Are yeah, you, do are it. You joking or are you for no, real? I'm not joking. I'm not joking. I don't joke. I only speak truth. So it's funny. Anyone w- listening on your podcast, come check out the vision board of Matt. If you can link to it in some way or put a picture of it, she's going to share it with us. So my team does the same thing. And when I asked this accountability question and said it was the golden question, one of the things we've done, and I've talked about this on past episodes, is we have this vision board. And when someone's not accomplishing the day-to-day grind that they're supposed to be accomplishing, call it calls or contacts or appointments, I'll ask them which item would they like to remove from the vision board. So I love Bettina's point that her family holds her accountable. It's really the loss of what her family will no longer get if she doesn't do the correct activity. So I think that's really awesome. All right, pull it up, fill the frame. We're going to take a screenshot. (laughs) There it is. So walk us through for fun, just 30 seconds. What, What is on your board? Well, here's the thing. I've, on the 23rd of this month, I'm scheduled to do another board. And here's something, a tip that I got from Tony Jury. Okay. By the way, I have no great ideas of my own. I'm merely a parent. I just great. have amazing people in my life. That's all it is. Good. But here's what we did. Instead of calling it a vision board, call it a success board. Mm. Okay. What we found when my husband changed it from a vision board to a success board, we found out that his was actually a process board. Uh, the things that he had on his vision board, like his workout, that wasn't a result. Mm. It was all about the path. The things he needed to do to get there. I like that. Right. And yeah. the prop, the challenge with that is it doesn't allow you the flexibility that might be needed to get the results. Mm. So you get so focused on the step by step by step right. that you might not after a while, you might realize that's not the way to go. So so your point is on a success board, it should have images of things you're going to accomplish. It's not going to have the things you have to do to get to the thing you're going to accomplish. Right. I agree with that. Correct. It's the results that you're wanting. Yep. So um, residual income, for, it's rental property, um, stock, um, yep. business, all those ha- kind of things. Have you defined on there how many rental properties, how much residual income, or is it more of just an idea of residual income? It's It's residual income. I don't have so the, ha- I'm going to have fun and just kind of, I'm because I'm talking to everyone in the audience and not just you, I would highly recommend with anything you guys have on your vision board, make it very specific. So like on mine, it's a thousand single family homes and a thousand multifamily homes. And that you don't have to come okay. with a number right now as she writes it down, but I'm just saying have a specific that you can then work towards because if you want your vision board or success board to actually manifest itself, 
why not be as specific as possible? Because you could have residual with one rental, and maybe that's what you end up having in five years. I'd rather have a thousand. So each of you gets to decide. And maybe some listening would say they'd rather have 10,000. Good for them. The bigger we can dream, the better we will be at creating processes like we just talked about, the actionables, to help us get there. So if we dream small, our processes will become small. If we dream big, our processes will be big. All right, give us your two or three top favorite things that you look at and you get giddy inside. Okay, I did it. So you you told me to do it. I did it. It was great advice. I figured what's the best time to do it than now, right? How many did you do? uh, I did... Well, I did 30,000. So oh, 30,000 in residual income. In residual income by the, yep. uh, and the goal date is going to be by the end of next year. Love it. 30 properties, month. cash flowing 300 yes. a month. Yeah, 30,000 a month. Yep. So from multiple income streams, which is over here, is multiple income streams. These are the people in my life that I want to make sure I stay connected to. I want to make sure that learning is fun for my children. So it's not focused on the grades, but actually the joy of learning. Um, we bought an RV back in January, took a 30-day road trip last summer um, across the U.S., but I also want to go through Mexico. My husband's kind of concerned about this because he's concerned about safety, but eh, there will be a way and there will be a, bit, be a time. We'd like to go back to um, backpack through Bangkok. We took three weeks and went backpacking through Thailand. And one of the, my favorite places was uh, a Thailand, uh, I'm sorry, islands off of Phuket. So we want to mm, do cool. the backpack tour again in two years. I wanted to get a Jeep, which we so did. I'm going to correct you. I'm going to correct you real quick, just again, to teach a lesson. Instead of saying you, you want to, you should I speak will. that you're going to, or you will. So when you guys li- listening, share your vision boards and your team shares the board, it's always, this is what I'm going to do. This is what I'm doing. This, this is going to happen. And wanting or hoping or you know, thinking this is what's going to happen isn't a power word. Let's be, you know, be more powerful. I love that. Thank you. Mm-hmm. I really appreciate What else that. are you going to okay. do? Okay. We've already done this. Choose joy. Choose kindness. Um, there's a water po- park. Um, we've done a lot of water parks. So the reason I need to update this is that we've actually accomplished quite a bit of this. Yeah. Check them um, all. We're halfway to here. Uh, houseboat. Let me so, throw another idea out there. Once you've accomplished, for anyone listening, you've accomplished items on your vision board, sometimes we get down and we're depressed and we feel like we haven't moved the dial. Have another board that's your accomplished vision board. So you can just take the images off your vision board and put them on your what you've accomplished vision board. Oh, that's like a dude doing dumb, but doing it on the success board. I love that. No one ever does it. I've never seen somebody do it before. I think it. I think it helps you feel like, wow, I'm actually making progress rather than always feeling like you see this board of things you've never done. So you have a board of all the things you have done and then have a board of all the things you haven't done. I just go back through my Facebook feed, but you know. (laughs) That works too, like the memories. I love that little (laughs) thing that Facebook does. They'll say, you know, five years ago, this is what we were doing. Yeah, yeah. It's it's, it's, it's a double Facebook is a double-edged sword with that, but I know what you're saying. Right. Bettina, thank you for sharing your board with us and being willing to be vulnerable. I know your visions aren't the same as others, but maybe there were some where people could share. And that's the beauty behind a vision board. It doesn't matter what my vision is compared to your vision. What matters is that we've been able to put that out into the universe. We chose to take the time to self-actualize and recognize what are the things we want to accomplish. We're willing to share that with the people that are closest to us. But we are the only people that are going to do the daily today grind to get there. Uh, before we came on, you talked a little bit about the seasons of life. And I thought that was great as a mother of 
three. You're happily married. Well, I guess not. I don't know if you're happily married, but you're married. I got to meet your husband. He seems like a great guy. (laughs) So help us, like, let's go into seasons a little bit. And then I know we're going to get into energy. And like I prefaced this entire podcast episode, it's going to be different than anything we've talked about. So all of us are in different seasons, right? Like before you are with a significant other, while you're dating someone, your age could be possibly a season, your level of education, what type of team you have. I mean, there's all these metaphorical seasons that we go through. Take us through maybe one or two seasons that you've gone through and and maybe share with the audience where you're at right now. And then like maybe what changes with your workload balance, life balance uh, based on the season that you're in. Absolutely. So, I mean, if you go back far enough, it was just me and Juan. We were dating. We had Logan. And that was a season we were uh, we had a soccer business and we had lots of time to travel. And then we went into the uh, real estate and the building of a business, which was very consuming. And uh, we went through all the key in all of this is we consistently made sure we read books along the way. Mm -hmm. That's the one thing that probably stayed consistent throughout all of our seasons is that we consistently kept reading and improving on ourselves. But, I'm going to share. Um, I'm going to share one of my favorite quotes, and I, it might have come from the one thing. Tell someone, tell me who watches this thing. I'll give you a twenty-five dollar gift card if you. I'll mail one to you if you guys can tell me the answer to this question or this quote. Okay. Who, who wrote this quote? The difference between you and me are the books that we read and the people we meet. I use it all the time, but I, I remember feel like I think, it's a Jim Rohn quote. Was it yeah, Jim Rohn? Might, might be Jim Rohn. Matt, you got it right. You're getting a twenty-five dollar gift card. Right. Yeah, exactly. Thanks. I'll <laughs> add that to your bill. Um, (laughs) the difference between you and me are the people we meet love that you read and then i add on to that of course so shameless plug and the podcast you listen to yes (laughs) i should just say and the team building podcast yeah exactly all right so bettina we talked about so so books were a consistent theme kind of running throughout all of your seasons of life um so you talked about you know, obviously you're dating, then you have a child, you go, you dive headlong into starting a business and real, and starting a real business, right? And you guys, are, we're running the whole MREA model and the whole thing, super time consuming. What was, like, how do you ma- manage your energy in that time when you feel like you're in building mode? Because that's where a lot of people that are listening to this right now feel like they're in, is they're in total building mode. They're trying to lay the foundation, they're doing client service work while they're trying to get their sales and marketing together. And it feels like you're doing about 17 different things all the time. Um, looking back now, what are some of the things you felt like worked for you to manage your energy? Um, diet is huge. Managing mm-hmm. my sleep. Um, yeah. um, alcohol intake. More. So more, more. I gotcha. More. Okay. <laughs> Probably less. And and the thing is, I think in our industry, we talk a lot. I don't know that that's something we talk about a lot. We joke a lot about we we drink more. Like real estate makes you drink more. But what happens is when you drink more, you actually produce less. So it's kind of, I don't know that we talk about that enough. Let me address this one quick. And I think this is a great point. And you're right. No one wants to talk about the things they do wrong or their bad habits. So growing up Mormon, I don't drink. So instead of drinking, I ate. So to deal with my stress late at night, I'd have Taco Bell or I'd have ice cream. Then I gained 100 pounds choosing to de-stress, emotionally eat um, instead of picking up and having the alcohol. And everybody has something that, that I know that they do to try to not be stressed. The, the question is, what is that something? And make sure to manage that something. Make sure it's something healthy and that you do it in moderation. It could be golf. But if you're golfing 18 holes every day and you're trying to build a business, that's probably not the right time. If you're having five glasses of wine every night, 
that's probably three glasses, maybe four glasses too many. So just be cognizant <laughs> of it. So what else? Those were yeah. good ones. Um, Diet, sleep, back, I, consumption I of alcohol. Hired, I hired a full-time nanny to help with the kids. Mm, nice. Um, it was nice, and that it was it was necessary for the time. When I re when I took time and I did that for a couple of years, I did reevaluate and realize that that did not accomplish that. That was really me giving up on a little bit of the why that I mm. got into this. So what I realized is that when I get into this industry, when you get into this industry, everybody wants to talk about your gross commission income. They want to talk about your number mm. of transactions. Right. They yep. never want to talk about your net take home money. They don't want to talk about your net energy. They don't want to talk about um, your net time. Hey, get ready right? for this. You know what? No one ever wants to talk about is what we do uh, with the money we make. And that's like, what fun do we go have or what investments do we put our money into? Everyone wants to talk about the grind and no offense. The grind's not the sexy fun part. The, the fun the part is, hey, where do you put the money? Absolutely. And then if you start with why. Right. That's where probably a good portion of our money should go to. Like, okay. it's easy. Yeah. Like, we want to give it away. We want to do all these things. But sometimes we need to invest in our for me in my season. It's really investing into my family and into my children so that when they grow up, because I can give just what I can give. But I've got three children. I raise and invest. I raise those children. I invest in those children. Those three children. Can I put those three children out in the world? I think that they'll be able to contribute significantly more than I can. One, they've had, they've just had a more opportunity yeah. at their age than I did at their age. So your so point is, more. and I love this, this mindset, I agree, and I have three kids as well, is that by putting your time and energy into investing in your children, you'll make a great, much, much greater impact than putting your own personal time and energy into maybe other philanthropic ventures that take you away from your children. Yeah. And nothing wrong with philanthropic, you know, I'm just not in that season in my life right now. Right. No, makes but sense. when they get older and they can contribute, that'll be my season to do that more. Sure. Love it. Love it. All right. So what else? So we talked about diet. You talked about consumption of alcohol, which I know a lot of people sleep. struggle with that. You talked about your or sleep, books that you read, podcasts. What else? Yeah. I think if we focus on those things, we'll, we'll get ahead. Um, the best thing I did for my business was hire a coach. Um, it was, that was an easy decision for us. And mainly that was just because we had the right people in our lives. I tend to, you tell me something that'll make life better for me. I will do it now. So I like tell, said, you wrote, you wrote the thing on your vision board. The second I made the recommendation, which was awesome. <laughs> hey, shameless plug guys. I own a coaching company. EliteRealEstateSystems.com. We offer a live stream group coaching product. It's called Modern Coaching for the Modern Agent for $497 a month. Extremely oh, inexpensive. It's 12 hours of content a month, eight hours designed for your agents that are on your team. We offer unlimited seats for your agents. And then one, um, there's one one-hour call every week for just the team leader for a total of four hours with the team lead. And then I do 30 minutes of Q&A every week. And my direct report, Andy, does three 30-minute uh, sessions of Q&A after the high level. So learn more about it on our website, uh, EliteRealEstateSystems.com forward slash live stream, or you just click on the live stream button. All right. Can I ask you, when you say Q&A, what do you mean? Um, so we make ourselves available. So we don't do individual accountability coaching. We think that that's outdated. 
we do, however, make ourselves avail- available weekly for Q&A after our one-hour delivery of whatever the topic is we're talking on. Then people are allowed okay. to come to us with any questions they want. They can talk about their P&L. They can talk about the topic we just presented. They can ask me about my investment business, my diet, my workouts, whatever topic that they want to bring up. And we do group calls in Zoom. So we've got about 120 clients right now that are in this product, and we get an average of about 50% attendance every call. But the beauty is a lot of people watch the calls afterwards. We get over 1,000 views on the agent trainings. Um, And one of the things that makes our product unique is if you miss your coaching call, you're done. You miss your coaching call. But with group coaching, if you miss your coaching call, you can go listen to it or watch it anytime after the call because we record all of them. And so when you join our organization, you get all of our last 12 months worth of content the day you join. So you can consume it as fast as you'd like. I love that because I've I know how much coaching is. Yeah, it's expensive. I mean, the average of coaching organization that we've researched is around two thousand dollars a month, and most of the coaches that I've researched haven't built a real estate team ten you know ten times smaller than mine. I mean, most people are under a hundred deals a year, if that, and then they get, become a coach. So if you want to learn well, from someone that's market, actually done it, yeah, right. you're right. They're they're out of the market. They're not in reality. They're they're in their own bubble teaching yep. theories and concepts that often I found to be outdated. So Most are. Out of, out of the coaches that I've had, I'd say one out of four have been great. Okay, good. Wow. And that was Elite Real Estate Systems. All right, moving on. Energy <laughs> was the focus of our conversation. One of the books that you mentioned um, is a book written by a good friend of mine, Hal Elrod, which is Miracle Morning. And in this book, Miracle Morning, he talks about the savers and it's six things. So I want to address those because I think they are pretty unique. Hal did research on a number of billionaires and determined that most billionaires had two or three of his six habits that they implemented in their life. And Hal presents the mindset that you should do all six of the activities, even if it's only for 10 minutes a day per activity. So in one hour, you can check all of them off the list. Help me with the list, Bettina, but I believe it's scribing. It's S-A-V-E-R-S, so scribing, affirmations. Um, what's the V? Visualization. Visualization. R is reading. Exercise. Exercise. R and scribing is S, so journaling. Yeah, there's some... Yeah, no, you already said scribing. Yeah, there was some other S. What do we? What do we miss? Silence. 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 Yeah, meditation. Oh, uh, spir- right. it's meditation. spiritual. So yeah, meditation or prayer, or whatever. All yeah. right, cool. So those are the six activities that he identifies as the activities all millionaires do. And Robert Kiyosaki has started doing it. I mean, he has a huge following. So if you guys haven't got, picked up that book, um, go check out Miracle Morning. I read the book. It's a great book. All my team has read it. The one thing also has been mentioned today. Um, another one is the top five regrets of the dying. So you talked about the time you spent with your kids and then getting a nanny and then going back to recognizing the importance of being with them. Um, the top five regrets of the dying really shed some light on, for me, on not fo- being so focused on making money and start thinking about how I want to spend that money, how I want to live and live and lead my life. And since reading that, I've gone on 10 times as many trips and done a lot more things with my family, um, spent a lot more time on myself, both spiritually, physically, mentally, et cetera. And these are all the things no one talks about, right? It's what's your gross sales? How many units did you sell? How many agents right. do you have on your team? What are you doing for lead gen? I mean, people are spending time in this and the weeds matter, but I think the big why is what matters most. And I think people are scared uh, to ask it. Yeah. It, it's a, it's the one thing. It's what makes us happy. So, and also when you when we pick a, a thing to do, we look at what are we going to get out of it. What's going to be our? Is it going to give us more energy? Is it going to give us more time? And then is it also going to give us more money? Right. Those. Love it. Yeah. If it doesn't make me money or make me happy, don't bother doing it. How often, guys, do we do stuff though that doesn't make us happy and it doesn't make us money? 
It doesn't mm-hmm. fulfill us. Get rid of that stuff. Get rid of the people yeah. in your life that don't make you happy or the thing you're doing. Like there's shows. I used to watch Walking Dead. The first two seasons, I watched Walking Dead. The third season, I, I don't even know what season it was, but there was a season that started, maybe it was last year. And it was just so depressing. I'm like, why am I doing this? It, I would finish <laughs> watching this entertainment and be pissed off. Or I'd play a video game and I'd be angry afterwards. I'm like, why am I doing this? But it's just, we simply need to take the time to slow down and ask ourselves, is this thing making me a better person or is this thing making me a worse person? So yeah. Matt, we are at 15 right. till already. We are. Uh, <laughs> I know it went by super quick. I knew it would. Bettina, what's the best way to reach out uh, and, and remind people where you guys are and how they can get a hold of you to send you guys referrals? Well, referrals, you can just text me directly if you'd like. You're going to uh, put your phone number out there? Do it. That's Do what it. messages are for. 214-683-6746. If you're listening to this, write that number down and send her a thank you text. Yes. That'd be great. We're the Homestar Sellers team. So that's what we do. Um, Bettina at homestarsellers.com. Twitter, it's Homestar Sellers. Facebook, Homestar Sellers. Pretty consistent, Homestar Sellers. I'm going to give ourselves, everybody that's on this, pat yourselves on the back. We did not ask you gross sales. We did not ask you unit sales. We did not ask you net income. You talked a little bit about the team, but the big focus was vision boards, living, you know, this purposeful life, energy. And I think that our listeners got a lot of content today. Bettina, thank you so much from the bottom of our hearts. Thank you for being on our show today. It was a really good time talking to you. Thank you. And for those of you who are listening, uh, make sure to go grab a, um, uh, grab your trusty uh, device, pull up Apple Podcasts, go leave us a review. Uh, Make sure to thank Bettina uh, in the review. If you enjoyed her episode, if it was one of the other guests, give them a public shout out, thank them for their time and their contribution. And with that being said, Jeff, Bettina, and everybody watching, thank you so much. We'll see you guys on the next one.